You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. I just want to let you know, my friend, I appreciate you. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you trusting in my advice and I appreciate you being here. It's honestly one of my favorite things to do. Honestly, and all the things I do in trip advice, because my days, my weeks, my months, my, my hours, my minutes are all completely taken by trip advice. Sometimes I get people who ask me, do you do this full time? And I get it. I understand why that would be a question because it doesn't seem like something one would, would do full time. And my answer is always, do I do it full time? I do it overtime. <laughs> I'm doing it all day long, whether it's coaching or whether it's podcasting, YouTube videos, Instagram content, strategizing for the business, working on products, which by the way, I have a fun announcement for that. So yeah, I'm always working on it. And my favorite thing still comes back to this podcast. I literally started this, the idea for this podcast in an Airbnb in 2014 in like a garage. It's so funny because you always hear those stories of like Microsoft being started in a garage or Dell being started in a garage or whatever. It was actually a garage transformed into an Airbnb. It was a pretty cool Airbnb. It was super small. And I was staying there. I was with my business partner who helps me with trip advice. And we said, you know, we got to start a podcast. And we just hunkered down for a couple of days in this, I don't know, 700 square foot garage Airbnb situation. And we figured out what to call it and came up with a couple of ideas of how we're going to produce it. And here we are today. What is it? Seven years later from the launch date of it. Anyway, just show my appreciation. And I'm just grateful that I get to do what I love. And one of the things I love to do is sit here in a room and talk to a wall, even though I know I'm talking to you, my friend. And I'm, I'm being dead serious, not being sarcastic here. I do enjoy it. Not really literally talking to a wall, but that's what I do because my desk is next to the wall. But my point is, as I enjoy giving you this advice. Now, a couple of announcements here. If you have my Hooked program, so my video course, my main program that teaches my TED formula, and how to build attraction, how to meet women, how to attract women. If you have that, it is now being updated. So I launched it first in 2017, and it's not like it's outdated, but we like to update our programs to make it just better. We want to make the programs better to give you the best information. So we updated it, and we've already started the process of changing out the videos So one of the modules called Effortless Flirting, that's changed over. The Meeting Women module is changed over. The Girlfriend Generator, that one's going to be changed over actually just in a couple of days. So yeah, we're we're changing it all up. And I want you to know that if you already have it, it's free upgrade, free upgrade for life. We will always be putting in the most cutting edge and new information to help you with your dating life, sex life, relationships, everything. And it's been great to redo this and just make it the best it can be. So check it out. Go in the members area. If you haven't logged in for a while, you can always get a new password. Just go to tripadvice.com members. 
But if you don't have it, what are you doing, man? How do you not have the Hooked program already? You've been listening to this podcast for this long and you don't have the Hooked program? Get it. It's all up to date. Well, by the time you get it, but by the time you listen to this, it will be 80% up to date. And still, you'll end up getting the updates as they come. So if you get it today, it just becomes updated automatically because we switch out the videos in the members area. So get it, getterhook.com. Go to that page, learn about the TED formula, learn about how it's going to help you. Go over to the order page where you'll see all the testimonials of guys who have gotten insane results just from this video course. It's awesome. You can watch it from your laptop, from your computer, from your phone, from your iPad, from your tablet, wherever. As long as you have an internet connection, you'll be able to watch it. So check it out, getterhook.com. Fresh, updated, for you. Awesome. Okay, what other updates do I have? Another one. You guys have been DMing me on Instagram, and it's awesome. Some of you from the podcast, man, Instagram's been blown up lately. I've been putting out reels. Those are just little snippets of content. It's like a short, like a TikTok, but on Instagram. And uh, the TripAdvice community is just blowing up. So we're getting a lot of other people learning about this advice, which is awesome. I'm so excited to be helping out on a new platform. I say new because I haven't really put out much advice on Instagram before, even though I've been a member on, on a member. Is that the right word? I don't know. A user? That's better. I've been a user on Instagram since 2013. And just now we're starting to blow up. I get people who always give me shit. They're like, dude, how do you only have this amount of followers? Like they, they say it's like super low, but like I have all these followers and all the other platforms. And it's like, dude, it doesn't always translate just because, you know, the, the, the podcast is very big. We get, we get a lot of downloads here. And just because of that, that doesn't necessarily mean that every other platform is going to be, going to be big. You got to use the platform correctly. And I'm doing that now. So if you like little snippets of information, you can check it out. By the time you listen to this, you'll see about 15, maybe 20 shorts giving little bits of advice, of course, on dating and attraction, meeting women, all that good stuff. Okay, what are we talking about today? Well, today I wanted to dive in to some Q&A. Guys have written in and they have asked questions. You can write in as well. Trip at tripadvice.com is my email. And then put in the subject line podcast question. And then we'll put your question on the podcast and I'll answer it. And we got some really good ones. And I so appreciate you guys writing in and giving me real good detail. It's always fun to answer your questions here on the podcast. So we'll get into that. Now, before we do, though, I do want to mention one thing. This is not an update, but just some other thoughts for you before we answer some questions. And it's about good old porn. Yes, pornography. The reason why I'm bringing this up is because I just did a YouTube video on this and it's fresh on the noggin. So I wanted to chat with you about it. I want you to just, I'm not going to preach. Okay. I'm not going to preach here. I'm not going to get too intense, but I just want you to think about your pornography usage. How much are you watching? You watching a minute a day? You watching an hour a day? You watching a few hours per day? You watching a few hours per week? This is kind of that call to you. 
maybe you've been thinking about your porn usage and maybe you've been thinking about, oh man, like I'm doing it too much. I'm watching too much. I'm, I'm maybe feeling like I could be addicted. Well, this is your sign right now because I'm sure that there's going to be people listening to this who have just recently thought about this and now I'm talking about it and their mind is blown. They're like, whoa, this is, if this is not a sign, I don't know what it is. So let this be the sign to you to just be aware and conscious of your decision-making around how much porn you're watching. Porn can be very dangerous. It can be dangerous for the brain and it can be an addiction. This is not a technical definition, but from what I know, anything that has the ability to cause a release or surge of dopamine in your brain can be an addiction. At least that's from what I've learned or see. Again, that's not a technical definition of an addiction, but I mean, one can be addicted to anything that feels really good and you feel good from that release of dopamine. And you better believe that watching pornography, like having sex, releases a lot of dopamine, a lot of those feel good chemicals. And that's why people have become addicted to porn and it's caused a lot of problems like erectile dysfunction, like premature ejaculation, desensitivity just causes you to waste a lot of time, causes you not to go out and meet women. My last episode, I talked all about this. If you listen to the last episode, I talked all about how to learn this stuff. And it means you have to go out and talk to people and go on dates and you got to swipe on your dating profile. And porn can cause a lot of demotivation. It can actually cause you to sit at home and do nothing because well, why would you be motivated to go out and talk to women when you've already released your seed, so to speak, or you've gotten your fill from watching some porn? So that can happen. Now, I don't think that necessarily happens to everyone. I think, you know, as a guy, you can still watch that and still be motivated to go out. But I do believe, and, and I've also heard that it's caused guys to not do anything. Now, you're a listener of the podcast, so you must be a somewhat motivated, but it is possible you're watching enough pornography. Maybe you're listening to this and you're kind of at the brink of like, okay, I want to do this. I want to work on this stuff. But pornography just sits you right at home and makes you do nothing. So I want you to think about this. Again, I'm not here to preach or shame by any means. I just want you to think about it. That's it. Just a little PSA. Is the usage of porn in your life something that is affecting other areas of your life? Just ask yourself that question this week. Think about it a little bit. And maybe it turns into you making some changes in the way that you fap, in the way that you use porn. And maybe it makes a change and it reduces the amount that you watch so you can be doing other things in your life. I said in the YouTube video where I was talking about this that it becomes a big waste of time. If you are a person who's watching, let's just say 20 minutes a day of porn, which I think is probably below average if we added it all up. Again, did not look up the statistics on that, just a guess. But if we were to, let's say, average it out and say you're watching 20 minutes a day, do you know what 20 minutes is? That's a lot of time. That's a lot of time to be doing a lot of things. For example, 20 minutes, you could do a workout. You could go outside. You could do a run. You could call a friend. 
You could listen to a podcast like this or maybe another podcast, learning whatever you're interested in. You could be working on a hobby. You could be practicing a skill. You could be napping. There's just so many great things you could do with 20 minutes a day. So I want you to be thinking about how you're actually spending your time and do you think it's worth it? And again, some of you, I'm sure it's under control, but for some of you, it might not be. That's all I'm saying. Something to think about, little PSA, do with it what you will. Let's get into some Q&A. What do you say? From Jay. Hey, Trip. you can call me Jay. The question that I have is, what to do when you're always the one initiating? I've been dating this girl for about two months now. I'm 28, she's 23, and we both are looking for a monogamous, monogamous, I think you mean monogamous, monogamous relationship. We see each other once a week. We had sex on our third date when I invited her to my place and I cooked dinner for her. Since then, we've been staying at each other's places every weekend. Every time we get together, I always plan romantic activities in the evening, and she always seems to enjoy these activities. Afterwards, we end up back at my place, have great sex, and she spends the night. The next morning, we have sex again, make breakfast, and she always hangs out until late afternoon before heading home. This is all great, but I'm always the one who initiates the conversation and asks her out on a, on a date. She never flakes, and it is always on time. All these signs are positive, but she's still not initiating. Should I be concerned about always initiating or am I thinking too much about this? Is it possible that she's the type of girl that always wants the guy to make the move? If I'm always the one chasing, doesn't that ruin the dynamic of the relationship? Should I have a conversation with her about this and bring up the where do you see this heading question? How do you think I should approach this? Thanks, Trip. Thanks, Trip. <laughs> I made it sound like it was from a person, Trip. Thanks, Trip. You're welcome. Okay. I love this question. So unique, so great. So I just want to say, guys, and Jay, this is an amazing example of what the beginning of a relationship looks like. This is almost to the T what it should look like. So everything that you said, the way that you describe your current relationship, the fact that it's about two months, you see each other once a week, you had sex on the third date for dinner, which is what I recommend, you're planning fun romantic activities. She's enjoying them. Like this is the exact essence of what a relationship should look like. This is it. So that's awesome. So Jay, this is great. This is fantastic. Now, it's funny because I've been in this situation before. And it bugged me a little bit too. So I, I empathize. I relate. It's kind of annoying. Yeah, you know, you want them to to ask on a date. You want them to plan something. You want them to do something. Here's the thing, man. You're the guy. You're the leader of the relationship. So you're going to be leading. Now, I think that it's not always, well, not, I think I know, this is not always going to be like this. Meaning there's going to be a lot of relationships that people are going to be in where the woman is reciprocating. In this case, you got one of those women that's just letting you lead. There's nothing wrong with this. So do I think you're thinking too much about it? No, I think it's a pretty normal thing. I don't think you're overanalyzing. So you said, and then you asked, is it possible that she's the type of girl that always wants the guy to make the move? Probably. It seems like it. 
And then you asked, if I'm always the one chasing, doesn't that ruin the dynamic of the relationship? That's the thing, buddy. You're not chasing. You're leading. That's the difference. I think I did a whole episode on this a few years ago. Maybe I should do another one on this, but I'll tell you right now. Chasing versus leading. There's a difference. What happens? I mean, think about it for a second. What, imagine someone chasing someone. When you're chasing someone, what's the other person doing? They're running away. You have to chase someone that's running away. That's why it's called a chase. Do you think that you're chasing? No, of course not. You're leading. What does leading look like? When a leader says something and people follow, that's what makes them a leader. So you're leading the relationship. So just be really clear on the difference between that. It's not chasing, it's leading. That's why guys get really annoyed at first that they always have to make the the first moves and they feel like it's chasing and trying too hard. It's not, it's just leading. Chasing is when you're asking her out all the time, trying to spend a lot of time with her. She's giving you the vibe of, no, I don't, I don't want to see you as much or, you know, she's not giving you anything back in return. But that's not the case here. So your next question, should I have a conversation with her about this and bring up the where do you see this heading question? Well, that's a whole, that's interesting that you asked this because that's a whole different question. I'm curious why you're, you're wanting to ask that. Maybe you think that she's not as interested, but let me tell you something. She is interested. She always agrees. She's always having sex with you, spending the night, spending time with you. So you should just understand, at least get my confirmation from this, that all is well. There's nothing that you need to do. There's nothing that you need to change. You asked lastly, how do you think I should approach this? Just keep doing what you're doing, man. You start asking, where is this heading? You start doing anything else that's going to seem anxious, then you're probably going to lose her because you're going to seem needy. And what do we know about neediness? It's one of the most unattractive traits. I actually talk about that in depth in the Hooked program. Guys, why haven't you gotten it yet? So I talk about that in the Hooked program as one of the most unattractive traits. Women despise neediness. It's weak. It's ugly. They don't want that. So I'm going to be concerned for you if you start asking where is this heading. Just keep going. I mean, you're two months in. You're still new. It's going to be a few months till you guys end up in a relationship. Also, you shouldn't want to get to the point where you're in a relationship with her anyways. Why? Because you don't know if she is a good match for you. I don't care if you've been two months. I don't care if you've had a bunch of sex. I don't care if you've seen her every week for, you know, what is that? Eight, nine times. And I don't care because you don't know her that well yet. You just don't. And you have to spend more time with her to get to know her. Everyone's on their best behavior in those first few months. You better believe it. Everyone's on their best behavior. So we want to see her and see her in as many different lights as possible. The only way to do that is by spending time with them. Two months ain't going to cut it. So just keep doing what you're doing. Don't change anything. You're all good. Everything is well. Guys, listen to this. This is what you should be aiming for. A situation like this. Not necessarily the specific situation of her never asking for plans or anything like that, but just the situation where it just goes smoothly. That's just how it should be. Where you're seeing each other once a week, 
sex by the third date, constant plans. She's always saying yes. You know, it's like, that's the best. That's the, that's the ultimate. That's the ideal. That's the type of relationship you want, or at least it should start like that until you get to know her and really find out if she's someone that is worth spending more time with and then maybe getting into a relationship with. Jay, good luck. Thank you for writing in. I appreciate this question. It was a really, really good one. Hey, Trip Anonymous here from Australia. Love it. I have two questions for you. The first question is, I've been dating a girl for just over three months now, and I would like us to be closer. By that, I mean I would like to see her more often. We see each other on Saturdays, and when we first started dating, we sometimes saw each other on Friday too, and occasionally once during the weekday. As the weeks progressed, and now three months in, we see each other on Saturday, and she goes out with her friends on Friday night. It's becoming harder to get her over on a weeknight. I don't think I can tell her I want to see her more often, as that will come across as needy and just push her away more. Any advice or insight into why she doesn't want to see me more or how I can tell or show her I would like to see her more? The second question is how to respond to nudes. Okay, (laughs) that's a big, big change in topic. So let's start with this first one before we get into nudes. I'm curious what he's going to say here. So first of all, this is a great follow-up, by the way. I love it when these questions kind of connect to each other. Total coincidence. So... Uh, first thing's this, you don't want to see her more than that. Honestly, you want to see them once a week, twice at the most. It really helps with maintaining attraction. And you're spot on, man. If you tell her you want to see her more, it could come across as needy. So it all depends. I mean, it sounds like you want to, yeah, okay. Well, I, I'm just curious if you want to see her on a weeknight preferably over seeing her on a weekend. But yeah, I would just be really careful here. You got to tread lightly. I'm trying to think of a solution for you, but I really think my, my brain just keeps going back to seeing them once a week. A way that you could see her during the week is plan an event. So if you do want that twice a week situation, maybe there's an event going on. Maybe you get tickets to something. Maybe there's a movie you want to see. Also, I'm curious why it's so hard to see her on a weeknight. I don't, I'm trying to read this again. I don't think that you said anything about that. You said it's becoming harder to get her over on a weeknight. I wonder why. You didn't really mention that here. Maybe it's because of work. So maybe you just... That's just the reality of your relationship. Maybe she's a busy person. So maybe you have to ask yourself if this is someone who you want to be dating. If they're that busy and they can never hang out on a weekday, maybe that's a non-negotiable for you. Although I'd say that's a really picky one. I think that that one shouldn't be a non-negotiable. Because she might be a really good fit in so many other ways. So my advice to you is keep it to once per week. And if you have another event or something to go to, invite her along. That happens to be during the week. So that's what I would do. 
Otherwise, you say something wrong, you might come off needy, and you might lose her. So it depends what you want to do here. Okay, next question you said is how to respond to nudes. I heard you say not to overcompliment a woman because it doesn't help with attraction. But if a woman sends you nudes and you don't compliment her on how sexy she looks, won't she get offended and stop? This girl sometimes sends me multiple nudes a week. So what do I say? <laughs> That's funny. Uh, she sends you all these nudes, so she clearly likes you. You're, 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 whatever you're doing, you're doing it right. He continues. He says, is there a difference in how I should respond to, let's say, a woman I've been dating for a few weeks, a few months, a girlfriend? Thanks for all your great content. Okay. All right. Here's the thing, guys. Compliments. So if I had to break it down to, to strict rules, I would say you do everything in your best to not compliment her when you're very first dating her. When you're in a relationship with her, you can be a little looser with this rule. Okay, you can be a little bit more loose with the compliment rule. So guys, if you don't know, if you haven't listened to that part on any of my podcasts where I talk about not complimenting, I say you shouldn't compliment because it's giving them validation and you start to become this kind of like fanboy of them and women are just not attracted to their fans. It's not the most respectful move. It sounds like it is because we've been brought up that way to be nice to be nice and you're a nice guy so you should say nice things and be cordial to everybody and while that's ethically not the worst thing in the world i do believe that when you're complimenting a woman it doesn't really add value like it doesn't do anything you think it does and she might even respond in a nice way but i think it's if anything it's either neutral to it's hurting you because it's, the, it's one of the weakest forms of trying to get attraction. Okay, so complimenting, it's giving her all this validation that she's probably already getting in other places anyways. She doesn't need it. And guess what? She starts chasing you when you don't give it. I know a lot of guys, they listen to this, they go, that sounds manipulative. Well, I, I might think that giving a compliment is manipulative. Because... Even though you might mean the compliment, you're saying it to probably get something back. I.e., look here. You're, you're saying loud and clear that you want to give her a compliment so she doesn't get offended and stop. So, I don't think compliments are always that selfless. I really don't. So, for your situation, I mean... Yeah, she's sending you nudes. It sounds like she wants validation from you. She's really seeking that validation. I mean, you can always send like a fire emoji. Or you can say something like, wow, or amazing, or holy cow, dot, dot, dot. So there you go. There's a solution right there. You can say those words. What's like? It's like a compliment, but it's not. You know, or you can, if you're on an iPhone, you can heart it. So there's all those things. Also, I, I know it's fun to get nudes, but let me offer another perspective. Maybe you shouldn't do that. I don't know, just a thought. I'm not saying this on, a, this is like hard in stone advice here. I'm just kind of working it out right now, but, and I've thought about this a little bit. 
I don't know. Maybe you shouldn't. You just shouldn't be getting nudes. First of all, it's kind of dangerous. I don't know. What if they? What if they get leaked? And then you don't want to deal with that, and you, you're going to feel bad, and that's just terrible for someone you really like. Who knows? Your phone gets lost, gets hacked. Like maybe it's not the best idea. And also, as fun as as it is, isn't it just better to have sex and do all that stuff in person? You know, maybe. Wow, here's a thought. This is a theory. Maybe she doesn't feel the need to see you. Wow, okay, this is crazy here. What if she is getting all this validation from you, from the nudes, and that's just enough for her? So she's good. Then she sees you once a week. That's good enough for her. What if this is all connected, and if you stop complimenting her on the nudes... Or you just give her very neutral responses. Maybe instead of her getting offended, which by the way, that'd be ridiculous. It's not like you're saying anything mean to her, like you're being mean. But maybe she's going to want to see you more because she's not getting the validation from you. So she's like, oh, what's going on? Does he like me? Does he not like me? I need to see this person again. And by the way, if that, if for some reason, you're not complimenting her because of the nudes and she gets turned off by that so much to the fact that it kills attraction. Red flag, bro. I think there's a lot of guys who might agree with this. who are listening here. That's a red flag for a girl to be sending nudes. And you're again, not like you're being a dick or saying anything mean, but you're just not giving her that validation. And she's so turned. It's like it's her choice to send that. Is she that, does she need that validation? So it sounds like that she's not even, if, if that was the case, hypothetically, she's sending you those nudes just for validation and it, and it's not selfless on her end either. I know it gets a little complicated here, but just some theories some things to think about. So my advice to you is, yeah, don't, no, no compliments. Oh, you look so sexy. Wow. Oh my God. You know, Maybe you send something back that's like just more on the neutral front. A fire emoji, a heart emoji, a like emoji, you know, wow, dot, dot, dot. Don't go too much past that. Start throwing in, oh, you're so sexy. Oh, my God, what would I do with you? Oh, man, I want to do crazy things to you. And you're like sexting her and all that stuff. No, done. See what happens. Test that out. Your call. I don't know. Maybe you just like getting the nudes and you just want to do that. Personally, I would rather just want to hang out with her more times than look at a picture of her naked, which you've already seen now, God knows how many times. We got another one from Australia. Yo, trip my man, Big D, Dave from Australia. I've been listening to your podcast for a long time now and you've helped me with approach anxiety. I'm completely over that now. All right. I wish I had like a clapping sound effect. Good job, buddy. I can go up and talk to anyone with great ease and initiate conversation without even thinking about what to say. Thank you. I've written in before about getting a number off a girl. You gave me advice, which was instead of getting the number, try to isolate the situation and invite to take the girl somewhere if she's willing. I've had little luck with trying to get a female to go with me then and there, but still trying, man. My issue is I still approach girls, whether it be one, two, or even three girl groups, but all I can get is numbers 
with no response after I text them. I'm 38 fit, healthy. My fashion is spot on. I'm the funny guy and bring humor to the table. I'm not ugly. Value myself as a high value person. I try not to over compliment. I don't buy girls drinks unless they get me one first. I'm confident, but not cocky. I'm polite and have a gentleman approach to females and very respectful, but I can't seem to get a girl who's willing to go on a date so I can really show who I am. I'm not sure what else I can do, man. Could you please give me some advice and throw some of your words of wisdom my way? Thanks so much. Your boy from down under, Big D Dave. All right, Big D Dave. I got an answer for you, my friend. First of all, all right. You said, my issue is I still approach girls, whether it be one, two, or even three girl groups. So I want you to make sure that if you're going into the group, so let's start there. If you're going into the groups, you got to make sure that you're trying to connect with one of the women, meaning don't approach the group, approach the girl. I'll say this again, quote me on it, words of wisdom, here it is, approach the girl, not the group, meaning see a group of three, see the girl you want to talk to, approach her, use some opening lines, by the way, plug, I talk about these lines and show examples of how this is done inside of Hooked. Yes, Hooked does have infield footage of me doing approaches. It's awesome. Getterhook.com. Okay, go up to one girl and you start conversation with her. You bring in the other women as you need to. So yeah, you'll kind of bring them into conversation a little bit to be not awkward and be socially aware. But you start off by approaching the one woman that you're interested in. That is the way to do it. So then you end up connecting with her and you have a higher chance of a response. If you're talking to all of them, you're approaching the group, it's like you're not even getting a connection with one of them or enough of a reason for them to respond back to you. It's like, why should they respond back to you? What's even going on? Because are you like flirting with them? Are you interested in all of them or one of them? I don't know if she has a reason to text you back. Or I don't know, maybe you're getting all their numbers and texting all of them. That's not going to work. They're all friends. I don't think you're doing that. You seem to be a little bit more on the nose here of what to do. So what I think you need to do also, it's hard to say because I'm not listening to your approaches, but I wonder what your volume is like. At the end of the day, your volume might be low. So if you're approaching like two girls a week, Low volume, that's not enough. You need to be doing more because at the end of the day, you can have everything intact, but it's still a numbers game. And also, you might be actually talking to them too long. I know that this is a little bit of different advice than I've been giving in the past, but I've been working on a little bit of a new method here, which is more of spending less time in the approach, talking to them, flirting a little bit, talking a little bit, and within like three minutes, getting a number, and then rinsing and repeating that on many women. So you'll be talking to many women, getting many numbers, and then it's less room for error. So, and it's also more efficient, by the way, for you. So it's a little bit better to have the skill set of being able to just go out and like, you know, wherever you are, you do a couple of approaches, get some quick numbers. So you're not in hour long conversations. And then you don't say anything that makes it where you screw up. And then you have an opportunity at a date. So quicker approaches 
would be something I would test. Two to three minutes. I actually have something in Hooked called the open to close sequence. If you're a client at TripAdvice, then you know what I'm talking about. And it's inside of Hooked. I explain it all. I go into depth. I teach all of it with a script. I show examples of it in field. Or either way, just go up, start a conversation with the woman in a couple minutes. Hey, you seem cool. I got to run. Why don't I grab your number? And we can grab a drink or a coffee or something sometime. Grab the number and peace out. Do that a bunch. You should start to get some conversions. So let's test the opposite of what you're doing right now. And if you are doing all this right now, if you're like, well, I'm doing that trip, a couple minutes, I'm doing a heavy volume, and it's still not working, then I would have to hear what's going on. You'd have to tell me literally what's happening in the situation. I wonder if even though you think you're coming off the way that is attractive, maybe it's not working. I'm a little wary on one of your sentences here. You said, I'm polite and have a gentleman approach to females and very respectful. I wonder if that's coming off nice guy-ish or overcompensating for something or maybe too much nice guy. I don't know. It's hard to say. I'd have to listen. So I'm sorry if that you know, doesn't help you because you've been doing all this. But if you need to do, let me say this. Just change whatever you're doing. So change the length of time, change what you're saying, just drastically change and let's see if that fixes it. Instead of doing the insanity approach, doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. Hope that helps. Big D, you're the man. Thanks for writing in. Appreciate it. Guys, don't forget, if you need more help, you can always go to coachedbytrip.com. That is the place to apply for coaching, to work with myself or my head coach, Eric. You can work with us. You'll have a dedicated one-on-one coach to then implement my TED formula to help you go out there, meet women, build attraction, as well as create a whole new dating profile that will get you 10x more matches, which will lead to more dates, which then leads to more options. So if you're looking to be a guy who has more options, to have the woman of their choice, to be able to be with the women of their choice. If that is you, if that is your desire, work with us. Go to coachedbytrip.com and apply today. We work with people of all ages, 18 to 60 plus years old. Guys who are fresh out of a divorce, guys who have never been married, guys who are virgins. We work with all of you. We help you. We are changing lives every single day. Go to coachedbytrip.com. Thank you for writing in. You can email me, trip at tripadvice.com. Put in the subject line podcast question, and we will answer your question here on the podcast. I appreciate you guys. Thanks for writing in. Jay, Anonymous, Big D, you guys rock. See you all on the next episode.